All right. Well, welcome to Live Courageously podcast show number 11 of 2023. Starting at just a slight bit late. We had a little technical problem. It's the first time I'm doing it with two people at the same time. So uh, we had a little bit of uh, sound issues, but we got it right and we're ready to go. And this is the 27th podcast show since I started a year ago. Live Courageously has been the conscious theme of my life for the last three years since the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, and it's been an unconscious theme for most of my life. If you haven't seen the previous 26 podcasts with some of my amazing, courageous friends sharing their powerful stories of overcoming all odds and going on to live powerful lives and making a difference in the world, you can watch them on my John Duffy Live Courageously YouTube channel. And I have another 50 plus friends planned to be guests on my future shows. So keep coming back every week, Sunday at 2 p.m. And you can always go to the channel to watch the shows uh, that I previously recorded. So why live courageously? I mean, that's a question because fear is a reaction, but courage is a choice. And I suggest that you consciously always choose courage and faith over fear every time you experience fear to get you through life and to deal with whatever life may throw at you in the future. And it will throw stuff at us that we don't like or want. So that's why courage is the way to respond. So today um, I have two uh, twin brothers, uh, Todd and Nathan Tatro. And um, just I uh, wanted to make sure I got that right. So Todd is a actor, a producer, a stuntman and a veteran who lives in the Los Angeles, California area. He broke out as a stuntman and stunt double for SEAL Team. And if you haven't watched the show, you need to check it out. Um, it's an excellent show. Uh, he also served active, active duty in the United States Navy for four years. Todd then went on to join the Air Force Reserves after his Navy enlistment was completed, where he served in logistics and uh, air transportation. While a reservist, even if he wasn't busy enough, he Todd created uh, completed his BA in drama, graduating cum laude, and after receiving his BA, he had a strong desire to continue his military service as a commissioned officer. So he joined the ROTC program at Cal State Fullerton while pursuing his MFA at Chapman University. He I'm getting tired just reading some of this stuff. He graduated magna cum laude from the Dodge College of Film and Television with an MAFA um, in producing in film and television. And Todd is currently serving with the U.S. Army National Guard as a military intelligence officer. And he also works with Cal Fire as a wildlife, a wildland fire fire firefighter. Um, and Nathan, his brother, is uh, also got an incredible uh, a resume as an actor, a writer, producer, and a veteran in Los Angeles, California. Nathan uh, explored the world of stunts and worked on non-union productions, both acting and stunts, before he joined SAG after, after booking a SAG national commercial. He was accepted into the Geffen Veterans Writing and Performance Project in 2018, uh, Everyday Heroes where he further sharpened his storytelling skills by writing and performing his own personal one-act play about his military service on the Gil Cates Theater stage. Nathan is a global war on terrorism and Iraqi war campaign Air Force veteran who served two deployments in the Middle East. He was enlisted from 2009 to 2015, and he achieved the rank of Staff Sergeant. While serving, Nathan completed his BA in theater of, at the University of Massachusetts, also cum laude. And Todd and his brother Nathan teamed up or has teamed up to produce a feature film about the real Forrest Gump 
based on the true story of a Vietnam War Medal of Honor recipient, Sammy Lee Davis. Wow. Um, I, I, you know, I want to greet and welcome both uh, Todd and Nathan to uh, live courageously. And is it Todd and Nathan or is it Nathan and Todd? I know you guys were born minutes <laughs> before, so I have to start with that uh, funny moment. All right. So first of all, uh, we have we're four years apart. Oh, okay. So I was wrong about no, that. No, it's okay. It's okay. okay. I, I don't want to. I don't. Not trying to correct you. I just want to, you know, say that it, we're born four years apart. Um, and Todd is the older one. Ah, I thought it was. I thought it was twins. But you, all oh, right, four years. Well, yes, he is the older one. So I guess I'll I'll go with Todd then, man. My, my apologies. On hey, that. no, hey, it's all good, John. It's all good. So. You, where did you, uh, well, two questions before I want to get into your lives in all the facets. And like I said, I mean, you know, just listening to, you know, and just to, uh, sharing both of your resumes. I mean, you know, I'm totally uh, impressed by what you've both done to serve and uh, what you've accomplished both in the military and in your civilian life. So, I mean, I, I think it's an impressive uh, resume that you've uh, created. And, and even more importantly than the, the resume is the, the amount of service that you guys have done uh, as two brothers. So, you know, just want to say that. But, you know, two of the questions I always start out my show with is, uh, one is how do we uh, first meet? How did we meet personally? Because except for one person, all the people on my show so far have been people I've met in the real world, not on social media. So, um, you know, start there if you remember where we met. I think I do, but I'm not sure. Todd, why don't you take it first? All right, I'll, I'll take it then. Um, <clears throat> so back when VME was VFT, I bumped into you a couple of times, you know. We, we, we had small times, uh, you know, conversation. And then um, just last year, uh, I reached out to, uh, to get to know you more. And then so Nathan and I hooked up and went and uh, met you for the first time, had a long conversation at Starbucks. Yeah, for those in the audience who may or may not know, VFT was Veterans in Film and Television. It was a group formed uh, years ago to support military veterans in the entertainment industry. And then from that point, I got involved in supporting that as a civilian, just sharing some of my uh, film experience and, and trying to mentor uh, veterans in the film and entertainment industry. So that's how I got involved with VFT, and that's how we met. And then, of course, it transitioned and changed their name to Veterans and Media and entertainment VME, which is what it's uh, uh, today. That's the uh, what the organization is. And correct, you know, so we met at that. We also met at the Army and Navy game uh, that they put on, VME put on, yep. which yeah. I, think, I think there was a little bit of drinking there. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't remember. <laughs> um, but we had a great time. And, and uh, so that's how we met. And then when we sat down in Starbucks, like you said, I got a chance and I kind of messed up one detail of it, but I got a chance to get to know you guys a little bit better, know about what you're about, what you've accomplished, what you're trying to do. And, and I was just kind of impressed by it. And I said, well, you know, what can I do to support? And I'd love to share your story and your stories as to what you're trying to do. So that's kind of what brings you to the show today. And my first, second question that I always ask that both of you can ask, answer in whichever order you like um, is what does live courageously mean to you in your life? What does that mean? Go ahead, Nathan. So the way I would answer that is to live my life uh, 
based on truth and conviction um, and to be comfortable in my own skin, not having to worry about impressing people, um, but also not shying away when you hear the word no, especially when it comes to things that you believe uh, you're being called to do. So I think it's really answering a call. Uh, I believe it's a higher call. And um, and to just, uh, to, ne- to, to not quit. I mean, I think there's times when you might uh, try something and it doesn't work out. And uh, I don't think we're meant to do everything and everywhere all at once. Um, I know there was a movie about that that I didn't see. Uh, but um, but what I mean is like to, to, to truly know what you've been put on this earth to do by your creator and to to do that with with passion, with sincerity of heart and um, to just to just do it, you know. I hear you. And Todd, how about you? What's what does it mean to you? Um, well, I think, I think living courageously is based more on a conscious choice of, um, like, like a steadfast faith, like Nathan was talking about and then being in that faith, uh, daily. And then, I mean, for an example, it's something, you know, is righteous and you get no on constantly and you realize that, you know, it's it's basically oppression or friction or something you can't really control that you're not going to take no for an answer. You're going to be respectful and loving, but you're going to drive forward no matter what. And I think that's living courageously is it's a choice. It's it's more deliberate rather than bravery is hasty. Right. It's like reactive versus proactive. So I think that's what living courageously is, is more of a proactive choice of to go forward, no matter what obstacles you get. But thanks for both both of you for uh, giving that, uh, sharing those uh, opinions on that. And, you know, for both of you, and we'll start with you, Todd, is, you know, tell us a little bit your personal story. Where did you grow up? And, and talking about making a positive choice, you know, or making a, a choice, you know, at, at what point did you make the decision to join the military and why? And then I'm going to throw that same question to Nathan after that. But why don't you start with your background and and tell us how that led to there? All right. Well, I grew up in Massachusetts in the East Coast. Um, I, uh, well, where do I start? Um, so I, I had I had a great mom and dad, but for some reason I wanted uh, more in life, and I felt like being more of the uh, the rebel was a does a life I wanted. So. Um, uh, no fault of my own. I went into foster homes and then hmm. in foster homes, um, I, uh, I fell into more trouble and I went into lockup and I was a, I was a DYS, uh, child or kid at that point. Um, and then the Department of Youth Services, right? Yes. That's correct. Okay. Yep. <laughs> a lot of people don't know what that is out here, but you do, you know, cause the whole <laughs> well, I grew up in, 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 in neighborhoods where there was a lot of exactly. That yeah. <laughs> So uh, I was that 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 person at that time. And then um, Mike, you know, to this day, I still don't know why I joined the military, but I know it was at a time where um, what stuff wasn't working out in my own life. Um, I, I believe at that time I was staying around to to paint for my grandfather, my father's business at a roof and painting carpentry type business, drywall at times. And uh, Nathan and I both grew up doing that. So uh, we grew up working with our hands, blue collar, knowing what like 
like work ethic was, you know, showing up all the time. Um, and uh, my grandfather had uh, colon cancer at the time. Uh, things weren't working out for me in my life, what I was trying to do, uh, what I was really motivated by. And uh, but I, <laughs> it's just how funny, but when I was a kid, I played war constantly. I was fascinated by World War II and Vietnam. I have no clue why, but as a kid, I was fascinated by that time. And uh, I went in the Navy. And um, I think I think at this point in my life, I went in the Navy because I was answering a higher calling, although I didn't know at that point. Now I know it was a higher calling telling me to go somewhere. So I stepped out in faith, even though I didn't really look at it that way at that point in my life. And um, while I was in the Navy, uh, you know, I, I, I went in for one reason. Um, Nathan was with me too. I would train with him, keep him on track. And uh, I wanted to be, uh, um, I wanted to be a, a Navy SEAL. And then um, uh, when I didn't work out, you know, uh, I, everything fit wise, uh, physical wise, I got through it. And then I got to a medical um, uh, evaluation and they found something on me, which doesn't even exist today. So it's kind of weird. Uh, and that kept me from going uh, at that point. I guess I didn't believe in myself hundred percent. So I didn't fight it. Like today I would have fought it, you know? Um, and uh, that led me into the Navy. I went into the fleet uh, and then I just, I volunteered for everything I could because I just wasn't happy with just being a regular fleet. I felt something more in my heart was calling me to do something more. And so I volunteered for all kinds of jobs in the Navy. Um, as a firefighter, I did search and rescue. I did electronic warfare technician. Um, I actually didn't even study. I tested into the intelligence side and scored a 90. I don't know how, but wow. I, I did it. Uh, went into the intelligence side. Was incredibly boring at that time because I wanted more action. Um, while I was in the Navy, I was scouted on the beach for some modeling, some fitness stuff, Abercrombie Fitch, a lot of stuff in the Virginia. And then uh, I went and I did a local uh, show there at a dollar theater. I started doing theater there. And then um, it came to my my uh, captain of the ship said, hey, you know, we'd love to take you to uh, the Middle East with us. But, you know, you have a chance at the silver screen. He's like, if I were you, I'd just get out and do that. And wow. he goes, plus the... And he goes, plus the chief that been, has been hazing you for the last three, four years, he's not going to stop. So I realized where I stood on that, you know, that totem pole. Huh. So, so uh, I got out and then uh, went back home, worked with my grandpa dad for a while. And then finally, when I realized I was ready to come out to California, I came out to California, did my thing in the industry. Uh, my brother went into the service after talking to him about it. My best friend got killed in Afghanistan. And I felt like I had to go back in and serve. And so mm -hmm. that's why I went to reserves, uh, why I went to get my BA. Um, and then basically, you know, the rest is history. But um, I think growing up in foster homes, uh, lock up and kind of on the streets. I don't know. This, this did something for me to go into the military. I still don't know to this day. I, I really think it was just I was answering higher calling, but I didn't mm -hmm. know at the time. I feel like God was just pushing me there. And now I know of. Now I know that. So well, now, Nathan, what's what was your journey uh, uh, compared to your brother? And how did you know you go on your journey and get into the military? And then, you know, and you seem to both follow a similar path. Obviously, 
you know, into the military, into the entertainment industry, and then working together. But what was your personal journey with that? And I, I will just make one little aside. I, I, I saw you laughing when he was talking about his modeling and stuff on, on the beach. He, I know I have an older brother too. So we, you know, it, 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 we all got to, you know, kind of mess with each other on things. But I just saw that little moment. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all in love though. He knows that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a little funny thing I will say, um, am I shouting? Does no, you're like good. Man. Oh, okay. You're good. Uh, so a funny thing I'll say before I go into the military thing was when we were kids, um, our mom uh, had us walk in the runway for Mary Kay fashion shows. So, and we grew up watching movies. And then, and I know, I know. And so, grew- let me just stop you for a second. Just <laughs> admitting that is very courageous, man. I just want to say Hey, that. man. <laughs> you know what? You know, it's all good, man. It is. Um, it is. So, keep going, keep going. That's cool. cool so stuff. we, uh, and then of course, just like any other kid, of course, Todd, Todd had to be Batman because he's the older brother. So I had to be Robin, and we would literally <laughs> go around with bl- a black trash bag and a yellow trash bag, and literally run through the woods in Massachusetts, and, <laughs> and just yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so I mean, this stuff, this has been in us since we were kids. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I got to give give a, a quick story with that. That is just so funny because <laughs> he gets to be Batman. You get to be Robin, right? Yeah. I had an older brother. I grew up like 20 blocks from Yankee Stadium in New York in the Bronx, right? And so he was four years older than me, just like, your, like Todd. Very interesting. And so what he did was he chose all the winning teams in every sport, basketball, football, baseball, gave me all the losing teams to cheer for. <laughs> So I don't watch sports anymore because of him. He basically ruined it for me. Because I was like, after a while, I was like, I keep cheering for the losers. I'm tired of this. It made no sense, man. But hey, hey, that's, the the, un, the underdog does win. I, that's true. That's true. But sometimes you got to, it takes a little while. So oh, I, yeah. I figured I'd beat him on the basketball court. Obviously, I couldn't get my teams to win, but I could beat him. So we, we did that kind of uh, two-brother uh, game, man. But I get it. I get yeah, it. That's awesome. Keep going, man. Well, Keep I, couldn't, going. I, couldn't beat, I couldn't beat Todd at any sport either. I mean, I played basketball in high school. He still whoops me. You know, <laughs> do, do jiu-jitsu. I'll, I'll, I'll try to get him, and then I'm like the tenth, on the 10th tenth, uh, takedown. He'll flip me this, like, last minute. And it's like, nope, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't have won one time. One time. Not even on one, one time. And then when we tried out for the Air Force boxing team, the reason why, well, there's more reasons why we didn't make the team, but he goes ahead and hits me. He knocks me right in the face, and I see little birdies dancing. And so they're <laughs> like, hey, man, like, you know, you can come back next year if you want, if you get more fights under your belt. And, you know, but then I, I realized I don't really want to get punched in the face for a living. So, um, yeah. Probably a smart decision, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you got you got into the military. You ended up uh, in the same um, arena with him in the military for a short period of time. Is that what happened? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, dirt after after boot camp and all that, there was an opportunity to to do this thing in the Air Force. It's called the rodeo. Okay. And uh, it's we were <laughs> who's laughing? And it's it's where it's basically I shouldn't say this, but it's basically the the air force's uh opportunity to throw their own rave um it's okay. i mean it's not really like that but i'm just saying I because like it. every every country comes and right. every country that's not a dry country which those are many many you know 
right, non-dry countries out there. Um, they bring their they bring their beverage of choice. So Spain will bring sangria, you know, right. and yeah, <laughs> and uh, Korea will bring soju, and and so on and so forth. And so they 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 party, but before they do the party, they um they do a competition. Right. So it's kind of like an obstacle course, but like you got to use your brains, you got to use your brawn, and you have to use teamwork, and it, it gets pretty intense and it's Absolutely. fun. But uh, Todd got to uh, come and join me on one of the missions I was on there uh, up at McCord. It, was it McCord up in Washington? Is that McCord? Uh, it's been a yeah. while since I. Yeah. Well, you see Mount Rainier in the in yep. like the picturesque yep. background. That's McCord. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that's that's very cool, man. Well, you know, um, I'm going to kind of stop pivoting you into like your boat move to the military because ha having two guys at the same time speaking cuts into the time, you know. That I understand. I understand. I'll just, I'll just give you a quick thing. I, I, your story. I want you to finish yours and then I want I want to hear your entertainment stuff because I also want to make sure I get enough sure. time to get on your new project. Talk about that. And have you share a lot about that as well? So I just don't want to make sure, uh, make sure I miss that. Sure. So real quick, uh, I grew up in Massachusetts, and it's very liberal there. Um, I love all my people who are liberal. I'm just saying that very liberal there. And I didn't, I didn't really, um, I never really thought I'd go in the military. It wasn't, it wasn't. It, I mean, I had, I actually had longer hair than this, like you know, like ten plus years ago, and um, I just didn't think about the military and one day i mean todd did tell me about it too but my our grandfather served world war ii mm -hmm. our dad was a conscious objector he went to paris island huh. um and um so i was like all right i guess i'll go and what we'll, we'll, you know what i i need to be disciplined and have some kind of you know a direction in my life and so i went in i'm very thankful that um i did get to serve and i served from 2009 to 2015 in the air force I uh, got to go on two deployments to the Middle East and, um, and you know, uh, just enjoy my time as a logistics management uh, air transportation specialist. And I got out as a, a staff sergeant. Well, cool. Obviously, you know, uh, it, I think like anything else, that's kind of gave you at least, you know, what Todd was saying, too. But it kind of shaped you, gave you all kinds of skill sets, leadership. Uh, mindsets about how to work in, in the real world. And you come from both blue collar backgrounds as, as brothers. So you kind of had that work ethic already, which, you know, when you now you make a decision to pivot into the entertainment industry, obviously after going to school, going to college, both being very successful in college, which, like I said, I dropped out of high school at 15. So I'm impressed by all this, man. I'm like, damn, you know, these guys really did really well. And um, but, you know, you did that moving into education, moving into entertainment industry, but it gave you certain things that you brought with you as to who you are and what you are in the entertainment industry. But uh, why don't we shift now to that? And then we're going to eventually shift to your film that you're working on now. Um, but Todd, tell me about that, your journey into the entertainment industry and what your, what, why you did it, what your goals were and how they evolved over time. Obviously you started out doing some modeling, you started out acting and then you kind of, you know, moved on into other areas as well. So tell us a little bit about that and, and how and why. All right. So <clears throat> um, I, as Nathan said it, he, he, he uh, let the cat out of the bag with the Batman story. So, and there's many more stories <laughs> like that. So, <laughs> um, I, so at that point, I always just love storytelling. I love making story, love imagination. So um, I just, uh, Nathan and I, uh, 
grew up with the, the video camera making our own movies when we were younger um they were horrible but you know you gotta start somewhere so we just kept but we kept going um uh we'd uh go out to do karaoke and we would film that i mean anything we filmed you know we did i think we first did reality before reality came to actually tv and i think we actually had the first vlog before vlog became you know popular because we would literally take the camera and go like this I, it was you know so that so we had that in us so um cool. and we would go we went cross country and filmed the whole thing and we were just literally literally we were doing our own jackass movie you know that's what we were doing and um <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, i mean we're doing stupid stuff but stuff people would love to see today on film you know and right. um and uh, we did it for fun and we realized and we did would you do save any of it by any chance what you did you save any of it yeah we did some of it um yeah, some, some guy took our stuff yeah yeah Oh. Unfortunately, that's kind of how it is. You came out here, supposed to edit it, and you just stole our stuff. You know, ah, what a drag. you're naive until you know, right? That's so, true. Um, but go ahead, keep going, man. <laughs> and uh, so came out. I mean, Nathan and I did some crazy stuff, a bunch of stuff. We just we were we were we were guys that would jump in head first. No, we were respectful and we loved people, and we tried to do our best with that. But we jump in head first to get stuff done. And uh, uh, went to, I mean. I mean, just, I think it was just too much at once though. Once we got in, I got a manager, agent. I had, I was at all these parties. I was partying with people that I dreamed of when I was a kid, you know, it was just like, it just got crazy. And then, um, and then, uh, later on, you know, I was doing a lot of non-union stuff. I was, I was going on my motorcycle 250 miles a day back and forth from Orange County to LA for auditions like daily or weekly, whatever it was. I mean, I put so many miles on my bike, um, until I got hit of course twice. And then my bike went away for a while. Um, but, uh, then we came into, uh, then I had a chance I was joining SAG, but I had all these mentors tell them, Hey, don't join now, join this, you know, coming in, trying to influence me. When I joined SAG, I started having a way better, uh, a career and, uh, attempt at a better career. Um, and then, uh, I just, I just kind of did it. Like I just fell into it and I, I did it like everything I wanted to do and believe I could do. I finally started believing that. And that's what it came down to is believing because um, let's fast forward to uh, our dad having cancer uh, several years back when I was filming it, kind of like how Nathan and I did when we were little kids. And when I was filming his last days, I was just kind of filming to, to preserve him. Right. In a way. Um, and uh, at that point, um, I realized talking to him and then through sincere, serendipitous kind of blessing moments, miracle moments that I realized I want to be a storyteller. And I believe acting and stunts got me into the realm of showing what I really want to do. And uh, and then that film on my dad, that documentary we made, Nathan and I, got me into film school for my master's. So now I'm in it to win it. Now I'm in it for life. Like I love storytelling and I want to bring great stories, just like your podcast, of courageous stories, of hope, of love and redemption. Well, you know, I remember, uh, Todd, when you told me that story at Starbucks that day about, you know, how that and, and, and it just gave us a real, a, a, obviously, a very short version of the story. Mm. But you, you told me a little bit more about it, that that conversation with your dad and and how you finally got to the point where you were able to go forward doing what you did. And it was very emotionally powerful listening to you. Um and that it, you know, it, it puts you on the path that you're on. And, you know, I, I think it's a it's a story worth sharing in more detail, obviously, because, um, 
you know, I think we all can learn, learn from it because, you know, you, you know, you, you took some chances, you had to push through a lot of, not, you know, not going forward and you didn't give up to get to that point because you mm -hmm. wanted to, you wanted to share that story and you wanted to connect with his life. So, you know, it, it was powerful to me listening to you tell it before. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. So I'm going to shift back to Nathan. So tell, tell me your uh, journey, Nathan, in the uh, entertainment industry and, Obviously, a little bit different uh, than your brother, your big brother. But um, you know, you chose to go into it too, and you know, both. You know, it, it, you know. I mean, once you got a career as Batman and Robin, there's no stopping you guys, right? That's it, man. Yeah, that was just big dogging it from there. Big dog. Yeah, well, hey, you know what? But this, you know, why I couldn't do the Batman because this nose actually doesn't fit the Batman mask. Like it, it, it exceeds the Batman mask. <laughs> and I was actually told that when I, <laughs> I auditioned for this thing and they, they try to put the mask on and they're like, no, man, your nose is sticking out of the, what is, I, I forgot what the thing is called on the Batman's mask. The anyways, it's all right. So, um, <laughs> that was a right, fun so day I was there with them. To answer your question here. Um, yeah, just growing up as kids, but there's, a, there's some key, uh, moments, um, when, um, when we moved to California, our parents divorced when we were younger and we moved to California with our mom and we lived with our grandparents and my mom her, on her side. Uh, and um, our, our grandfather took us to Universal Studios, Hollywood. And I remember just going through that as a kid and and seeing, you know, the backdraft and seeing, you know, the, the Jaws and, and, and just all those all those uh, uh, sets that they have there. Have you, you've been to Universal Studios, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, and just thinking about being an artist is living courageously, by the way. If, if you're an artist and being what, who you're called to be as an artist, that's living courageously. Um, and uh, just seeing how these stories were created. And, uh, like, I just real, I just found this out. Um, uh, quick story about um, E.T., Right. Uh, Steven Spielberg. It's like there is um, apparently he made that film to 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 understand what he was going through as a kid through the divorce. And I once once that clicked, I was like, dude, we absolutely have to just make movies. That's it. That's it. Come on. And th this <laughs> happened. This By the way, this happened this year after after losing six people, uh, dear yeah. people in our life, family members and having things not work out and pan out. Um, but I'm just saying like, so to go back to how I got in, I went my senior year in high school. Um, it was, it was either do gym twice PE physical education, do it twice or do the theater. And, um, and I was like, I'm not going to do no theater. What, what is this? this is for dorks. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, yeah. Long and behold, I walk in the theater, I step foot on the stage, and something in me was like, I have to do this with my life. This is what I have to be doing. Mm -hmm. And so um, from there, we went to New York City. We went to Sundance Film Festival. Uh, we, uh, we came to LA. Um, I only stayed for just a short period of time in LA, maybe three, four months. Um, and I went back home to Massachusetts, go back to school. And then from there, uh, just continued the journey. So, I mean, there's a lot more, obviously, with both, both of your stories and both your, your, uh, 
thing that I can cover going deeper with both of you, because there's a lot to talk about and you both got <laughs> fascinating stories. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I did not expect some of this, especially the, the Batman and Robin piece, but uh, <laughs> and by the way- I didn't either. I didn't either, it just came out. Somebody oh, said it's called a cow. Uh, uh, my, thank my, you, thank you. Me. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, so he just he just kind of educa educated me on that. Um, so, but yeah, what I want to kind of just do, and then we can kind of, if we have a little time, we can pivot back again, but I want to make sure that I cover what you're doing now. And I know you got a project that you're both uh, connected together to make happen. I'm gonna put up a, a little thing on the, the screen of the project's uh, name. Um, and why is that word, cudgel? What does it mean for people who don't know, like myself? And what does it mean? And why did you choose that as a title? But then tell us about the log line. So you're basically collaborating to tell this uh, film about uh, this gentleman right here, a uh, Vietnam veteran. And so the real Forrest Gump, as it's called in the poster, right? So you're working to try and create a feature film about him and just want you, so the name, where does that come from? What is the story? What's the log line? And why are you both work so passionate about uh, making this into a feature film? So share that, whoever wants to go first. All right. I'll go. Go, Todd. I'll go with the title, and then you can take it after the title if you want. Roger that. All right. <clears throat> All right. So the, the title, Cudgel. So it's fire support Cudgel is what an incident happened at zero 200 hours. Um. And then, so that's a part for the title, but then say that one more time. So, um, cudgel is the name of the fire support, um, base where, where the incident happened at zero 200 hours. Um, and wait, was, a fire support base is, is tell them about what a fire support base is Todd in like 30 seconds. All right. So it's basically, it was a Mekon Delta. It's where they go out and they put all the howitzers up on sandbags. They're in, they're in the, the rice patties. It's, it's not, it's not dry at all. And uh, you're, you're, he's with the uh, fourth, um, fourth battery with the ninth division uh, infantry. So it's a really small kind of um, operation, operating base, you know? Um, so it's uh, like a big ORP, if anyone understands what that is, the objective rally point. So, um, so uh, that is in itself the title. And then there's a couple other meanings. So, and then cudgel is a, it's a, it's about probably about 10 to 12 inch, uh, like baton, uh, basically a, a club. Right. And so in the film, um, Sammy, it, in order to save his brothers, uh, his M16 does not work at the time. So he throws it in the mud and he ends up beating these Viet, uh, Nam soldier, uh, Vietnamese soldiers to death with a stick to save his brothers. That's one that's a cudgel, right? He was willing to go eye to eye, and, and, and kill another man uh, for his fellow man, right? Which he didn't even know. Um, that, that, that love goes beyond, you know? Um, and then also in, the, um, in another scene, without giving so much away, in another scene, uh, the, um, the hippies rally at an uh, airport and they say, you know, you got to go through a gauntlet if you're going to make it home. And um, at that time, they, they beat them with, with a, a cudgel. So he so so basically it, it happens uh, at cudgel with the cudgel and ends with the cudgel. So that's okay. why we use cudgel to show the brutality of of 
it doesn't have to be a club. The brutality can be, it's literally inhumanity in the heart. So it's at the base from a whole nother country, but it's within the man's heart. And then it's, uh, it's through, through Sammy at that point. And then at the end through hippies, which people thought they were loving peaceful people, but here they are beating people that went over and did what they thought was right for the country, humanity, and our liberties. So that's the, the title. If Nathan wanted to add anything, go ahead. Right. So, um, John, what was the other thing you wanted to know? You want to know what the title was? Um, what, the, what the title was, what the story was, the log line. I mean, it, it, uh, uh, Todd just told us a little bit about it, you know, right. where the name comes from, what, what it is, where it starts, where it ends. Um, why, what, what attracted you to this particular person's story and why do you want to tell this story and what is the story, you know, uh, just from a log line standpoint, what is the story that you're trying to tell with this and why is it important to both of you? All right. So, um, if that's not too much to ask at one time, absolutely, but absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I, and I really, we really appreciate you doing this, John. Um, this is, this is great. Um, so the story is about love and friendship at war. And I, we both believe that in our current day today, we need to, we need to see true friendship and true love more. Um, and it ties in together with your theme of this, of this show, uh, live courageously because, uh, courage means from the heart and, and the way we understand love as humans is that it's, it's a heart. It's, it's from the heart. Um, but it's not like a, a sappy love song from the heart. It's I'm willing to lay my life down for you from the heart. And mm -hmm. what attracts us to this story is, um, well, several things. I mean, we, we went to Disney studios as part of a, it was a veterans uh, event that we got invited to for veterans day uh, back in 2000, I think 18. And Todd and I were sitting in the in the in the in the movie theater or uh, at Disney Studios, and uh, Sammy Lee Davis is up there, um, sharing his story, and he's a Vietnam veteran, and um, he's full of love, joy, light, and we never really met. We haven't really met too many veterans who who uh, portray those qualities um, at that time. At that time, it was like a lot of people are either disgruntled with what happened to them um, or they just didn't have the same experience. Um, at the same time, though, this man literally went through hell mm -hmm. in the sense, the hell on earth. Like we can't even fathom what, what uh, eternal punishment is, but hell on earth, like be going through it, getting shot, getting blown up, you know, being, being um, uh, like Todd was saying, when he gets back and hit with war clubs and being called a baby killer and being spat on, we heard these stories from other people, other veterans. We know, we know some vet Vietnam veterans. Uh, our great uncle actually served twice, uh, went to two tours to Vietnam. Um, and we see a lot of movies that paint the Vietnam vet as a negative mm -hmm. um, uh, person. They're either doing drugs, they're either dr drunks, they're either homeless, they're beating their wives, that they, they don't have a purpose, uh, they're lost. 
And here we have a man who truly serves his country still today. Yes, he is a he is a Medal of Honor from the Vietnam War. And so he has that he has that to uphold. At the same time, it's who he is. It's who he is as a person. And um, so the reason why Todd and I decided, well, I, I don't even think we decided. It, it, it's more of a calling. We were sitting in the theater. We hear Sammy sharing a story and playing his harmonica to the tune of Shenandoah. And Todd and I both look at each other and we're like, dude, we have to make a movie about this. Wow. And, um, and from there... We we met with Sammy at the end. Everyone meets with him and gets his you know their book autograph. Well, he ran out of books when we when we jumped. There he is. Um, it's a we big jumped. In, we jumped in line to get the uh, to get his book and to meet him. And um, he ran out of books, so he he tells us, "Hey, I I ran out of books. Uh, if you give me your address, I'll, I'll send you one." And then before I'm about to, I mean, I thanked him. I welcomed him home all that stuff. But then before we were about to say, Hey, we want to make a movie about your life. Uh, he turns to me, he gives me his card. He goes, I want to make a movie. Huh. I'm like, wait, 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 we, we were going to tell you this, you know? And then, and then we just, um, by, by God's grace and by Todd's, um, tenacious, uh, um, uh, you know, ongoing, keep pressing on attitude in mind as well. Uh, we were able to build a relationship with Sammy and um, four years later now, we, you know, he's, you know, uh, given us his life rights and um, pretty much pretty much goes around telling people that he's adopted us, uh, yeah, you know, so and now. his wife, you know, loves us and they've invited us along their lives to experience the things they ex some of the things they get to experience. And so it's not just it wasn't just, uh, oh, uh, we want to make a movie and, uh, you know, and because it's, you know, it's a war drama and. We don't want to glorify war. We want to show what we want to show. A lot of movies are anti-war. Okay. We're not, we're not anti-war at the same time. We, 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 we're, we're grateful Americans like, like you and other, many other people. And we're thankful to have served the country. And we want to serve, continue serving in this way to tell stories that bring light and hope to this to this falling and dark world, and to tell those stories. And I don't know. Does that answer? Uh, uh, all, uh, all all over the place. It answers. I mean, and I think it's a great answer because you know, once again, you, you said it in the beginning, and you're saying it again. It's the message that you're trying to share of bringing light and hope. And just like you said uh, earlier, you know, love and attitude of love, but not sappy love. And you know, I. I had an experience about a month, I guess, ago. I got to go to a private air show with the um, Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds down in um, uh, wherever that was. I just blanked on where we went. <clears throat> but, you know, I got a chance to be there. And I met uh, a pilot, a Vietnam veteran pilot who was shot down over Vietnam during the Vietnam War. And he became a prisoner of war for, I can't remember, six, seven years. And, you know, it, it was brutal. And I, I spent a lot of time asking him questions. He was telling me how he was brutalizing, maybe with those, you know, uh, sticks or just with all kinds of things. The brutality of uh, being a prisoner of war was horrible. And eventually he got released and came back to America. And um, he went back to Vietnam. He was asked to come back to Vietnam a couple of years ago. And, you know, I said, how, do you pro how did you process all that? And he said, well, you know, when you let go of anger, 
and you let go of hate. He said, you heal yourself. He said, it ain't about them. It's not about that they weren't, what they did was right. No, it was wrong. He said, but if I continue to hold hatred in me, it, it eats me, it destroys me. And said, I chose to choose love. And so I was able to release that. And, and, and that to me was such a powerful statement, but it's, it's what you're saying with your story here with Sammy wanting to tell this story about somebody who uh, is an example of somebody who, you know, went through all that and is a role model for the positive, for the love, for the hope, for the, you know, all those kind of things. And that's so it's a powerful story. So I, you know, I commend you guys for choosing this. And he obviously picked uh, two young sons, man. You know, he picked the right two young sons to adopt. So, you know, <laughs> it's definitely a win, a win-win in, in that area, man. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you got this thing. So there's a, a couple of things I, I just, as we keep going, uh, this is a, a quote, I think, maybe from him, or but I know it's on your website. You don't lose until you quit trying. And, and it's a, a quote that uh, I think, you know, really is so true. But, you know, my next uh, question is, you know, you have a GoFundMe uh, page. You're trying to move forward with this project. What can people do to connect with you, to support you? I'm going to put up, you know, um, and you can tell me what the website is that they can go to to be able to uh, connect. And here's just a little bit uh, of you guys, the two of you and your company, uh, a picture. And then of course, I think I have, um, oh, no, that's, yeah, yeah, help our cause. And then basically if they go to your website, there's all the pages that they can go to to, to uh, connect. But share that, how people can support you, how they can go to your website and what you're looking, what's the process forward for you on this movie. And, okay, and uh, real quick, I want to interject on uh, earlier uh, on the um, story you just told us about the Vietnam pilot, um, and that's really what it's about. What you said, it's 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 finding love in unexpected places because it's everywhere. We just don't see it because we don't perceive it that way, and so we we want to lift that negative veil, that that curtain on this particular campaign, but show what you just said. Um, we and, love because uh, you first loved us. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And it, it, it goes so much deeper. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got to experience that, John, that's, that's a blessing to, to meet someone like that. And then him tell you that and open up to you. I mean, that, that touched my heart just now. So, um, yeah, it, it is a blessing because it, it, you know, you, you realize how, how divided people have gotten in this, especially in the last couple of years, yes. how divided people get. And even, where people can get divided from their own family, from people that they loved yes. all their lives and let you know anger and hatred and division get between them and not understand the power of love and connection and how easy people get manipulated into that. And then you meet someone like that who has a legitimate reason to stay with hatred if he wanted yes, to, exactly. but, but, is, but is wise enough to realize that when you do that, you don't, you don't destroy the other person, you destroy yourself with it. And so, you know, and you meet somebody who's been put through hell and still has that love. Man, that was an honor for me. Yes, 100%. Yes. And and, and like today, you, you ask someone, will you go across the street to help your brother or sister in need? Most people won't. They'll film it, which is a brutality right. in itself, right? So right. It, it, it's it's a thought, it's an intention, just as well as an action, right? So, and, and, and to touch on that, this man, Sammy, after being shot, blown up, we can go into details later. But he hears a call from across the canal. Yes. Twenty-five. The only thing that's separating them uh, uh, from the from the enemy that's pushing on him. By the way, it's fifteen hundred Viet Cong and NVA soldiers 
raiding a base of 42 U.S. soldiers. Yeah, usually that's... If you can just picture that. 1,500 people, and the only thing that's separating you from being completely destroyed and and dying is a a 25-meter canal. In the dead of night, and you hear a whistle blow, go kill the GI at a bugle horn. And after all, this is Sammy hears a call, a, a, a voice. I'm a GI, don't shoot. Finds out, turns out it's Gwendolyn Holloway. And mm-hmm. he goes and he swims across the river and he and he rescues him. But then Gwendolyn Holloway says, hey, there's two with me in the foxhole in, on enemy lines. And they go to the foxhole and there's two other soldiers. One, Billy Ray Crawford. He has a femoral artery bleed out. So Sammy quickly tourniquets that with a makeshift tourniquet. And then Jim Deister, he's been shot in the face and he and his brains are coming out of his skull. And Sammy, you know, he he calls he says that he actually called on the Lord to help him. Kind of like uh, Desmond Doss's story in Hacksaw Ridge. He's like, God, you got to help me. Like, what do you want me to do here? Right. And then he was able to put his brains back into his skull, carry him across the river because the guys even said, hey, he's dead. He's like, dead or not, we got to bring him back. And it turns out, it turns out that all those men survived that night from from that, from that attack. To the point to where he, he held Deister's grandchild later on. Sammy got to hold his grandchild. It, it, you know, hits here. So yeah, it's it's so beyond, you know, it's, it's movies that need to be made today. um, uh, You know, and it's just, it needs, it, yeah. So, um, all right, but go go back to the where they can find all the information. Yeah, go ahead, so, and you can go and you want. So, www.cudgelmovie.com. That's C U D G E L movie, M O V I E.com. Um, and, um, the link is there, right there. That's the main, that's the front of the page. Uh huh. And, um, and there's a place to donate, and we would we would very appreciate appreciate any kind of donation, any kind of support. Uh, we also have an Instagram page, uh, Cudgel Movie, um, and uh, follow that, like it, comment, share. Um, but we all know that it takes. We actually heard Gary Sinise say this yesterday. We 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 yeah, actually met him at Point Magoo. Yeah. And oh, he said, wait, wait, you were out. Uh, you were up in Point Magoo. Uh, I was over at our American Legion post. They did a, a 50th anniversary for Vietnam, and they read all these stories written by Vietnam veterans, which was freaking amazing. But I don't, know awesome. which, I don't know which was the better place to be over at Gary Sinisa there, but I think they were, <laughs> both, they were both pretty cool places to be yesterday. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm just echoing what – I don't know if he didn't say this verbatim because I, I didn't write it down, but basically it's like – we all need each other to help each other. We need to help each other, right? And so obviously anybody who's in the film business knows that you need people and you need money. So obviously, yes, we're asking for donations, uh, but we also, to, it, you can help your, if you're friends of, of us, you can help us by liking our page and by commenting, sharing it, uh, letting people know that there's this really cool movie that's being, you know, you know being uh, in development and um, other people in the industry, we've shared it with, and, and they're interested. And uh, it's it's uh, we're just we're trusting God that He's given this story to us to tell, and uh, we're just gonna go out with that. So, Todd, anything you want to add though to where they can what John was saying? No, just like you said, uh, Kudja Movie 
facebook.com. Um, also, there's a Facebook page too, uh, Cudgel Movie. And, uh, you know, just support, uh, the support, like Nathan said, just, uh, you know, make people aware of it. Uh, if you want to come and donate, that's fine. Um, we're also looking for investors that want to come along and partner with us and uh, be a business partner, not just donations. But if you want to come along and partner with us and be along for the ride, we're looking for that too. Um, yeah, it's a great story. It needs to be told. Um, there's amazing gems with uh, Sammy. Sammy knew Desmond Dawes personally, played the harmonica for him when he needed it. Um, it, it just goes beyond. And like Nathan said, uh, we, we've already shared it with, uh, uh industry, um, people of notoriety and, uh, they're interested. So, um, yeah, we just appreciate the support and thank you ahead of time and God bless. You know, once again, it's www.cudgelmovie.com is the website, obviously cudgel movie on Instagram, cudgel movie on Facebook. And anything you can do on any level, whether become an investor, uh, donate, share this information, support them in whatever way, like it, just do all of the above. Um, hey, you got a friend there. <laughs> yeah, a little support coming in. Um, so, you know, anything you can do to help them, you know, and once again, hey, look at that. Look at that beautiful dog. Um, so anything, you know, that the audience can do, uh, feel free, please do it. I mean, these are two great brothers. And like I said, you know, uh, everything kind of happens, I believe, for a reason sometimes. And, and you know, how we met and how we ended up staying connected and then reconnecting and, and getting a chance to hear your story and what you're trying to do just kind of touched me because, you know, we need more of that. I've been in the entertainment industry a, a long time. And I, you know, I resonate with people who want to you know, bring out the stuff that you're talking about of, of, of bringing out love in the world, of, of, you know, giving people hope, giving people, you know, a positive as to what, you know, we really can do and inspire people with great stories. So as, um, you know, filmmakers, as storytellers, you know, you got your heart in the right place and you got a great story that came to you and you came to the story. So there was a reason why you were both, you know, connected at that time. So anybody feel free, please share this. Um, and support these guys in whatever way you can. Anything else you would like to kind of say, either one of you, both of you, I mean, not either one of you, but both of you want to sum up in uh, in closing out uh, the show on any topic. I mean, you know, once again, I think you guys are very active and doing a lot of stuff. Um, and uh, I'm just, you know, glad we had a chance to connect like we did so I could do something like this and uh, support you guys because I think you're trying to do some great work. Yeah, so uh, we definitely uh, sincerely thank you, John, for uh, even taking an interest and um, putting us on your show. Uh, I know Todd and I were talking about, uh, uh, we won't go into details, but we wanted to get a podcast going, you know, and uh, sharing stories. And um, so uh, we're, we're just thankful that, um, that you opened the door here for us and to just uh, the fact that you believe in us as, as, as your friend. And hopefully we get together, uh, you know, more often and get some coffee, go play basketball, go to gym, whatever it is. Right. Uh, we're just thankful that you, um, you are who you say you are, you know, and, and, and I, we really enjoy, we really enjoyed our conversation over when we did meet at the Starbucks. And then of course, when we, then when we saw each other at that, at that army Navy game, man, it was just like, dude, dude, you know, taking pictures and stuff. It was just like, um, it almost feels like we've just been old buds from like, from just a while, you know, like, like time, you know, times ago, but uh, 
So we're looking forward to uh, to uh, building our friendship with you, and and hopefully it'd be cool to even work together. You know, I mean that would that would be really cool. Hey, it would be fantastic. And just a funny story because I have a good buddy who's a Vietnam veteran who's from Boston, Massachusetts, right? And, he, and we got this uh, ongoing joke because when everybody meets me, they ask me, where are you from? And I say, where do you think I'm from? And 90% of the time, people say Boston. And when they say that around him, he gets mad. He's like, he's not from Boston. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, the competition between New York and Boston is it, it's just like two brothers, right? It's that yeah. kind of kind of unique thing. And, oh, yeah. Uh, but for us, uh, you know, I think what it really is, it is, you know, I, I feel grateful and honored to have met you and connected with you and obviously create this friendship and be able to support you. And, and hopefully we can find a way to work together. I would love that, man. Um, awesome. and, and I'm here. Anything I can do to support, you know, you know, you can reach out to me. So. Uh, and then we'll, but basketball, we got to play basketball. That's <laughs> when it comes to Boston and New York, I always tell people, is it, is it water or water? You want you want a cup of coffee or you want a cup of coffee? I don't understand why they hear Boston in my accent. I'm like, <laughs> you know, but I guess it, it's there. I mean, maybe it's my Irish parents or, or something <laughs> That's giving me that little uh, Boston uh, accent. So, but I'm cool with it. I don't mind. I'm hey, who's ahead. on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Come on. That's right. Yeah. New York. So, you mentioned earlier, John, it, it, the story did come to us, though. I want to touch down on that. Is we went to Disney because uh, you're very familiar with Operation Gratitude. And um, yes. Nathan and I That's were helping. We the 20th anniversary the other day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We and actually they, just listened. We listened to your episode too. With, okay. uh, yeah, uh, Major General uh, Johnson, was it? Yes. James Johnson. Yep. Uh -huh. yep. And uh, so we were uh, uh, um, volunteering for Operation Gratitude. And those are the, uh, that's the um, uh, foundation that actually told us about the Disney uh, Studios thing. So we went there. Um, and then uh, when we were there, uh, that's when we actually heard Sammy, Nathan, and I turn and literally say, hey, um, we're going to do this film and then look where we're at. And another thing too, I'll share Nathan and I come out of our rooms. Cause where we lived, he was like down the hallway and I was on the hallway. We come out in the same garb. So we same clothes, right? I don't know why garb, that's an old school word. Same clothes. And um, we're uh, we, we literally come out. We're like, dude, we should have Mel Gibson direct it. Cause we loved Hacksaw Ridge. Right. And, and Mel has a lot of, Mel has a lot of um, certain similarities to our dad. Right. So we right. thought about, other oh, yeah. things with that. And so, so, so lo and behold, January 6th, just this year, we bump into Mel Gibson at Starbucks and, and pitch him the story. Get out of here. No, no. And he loved it. And he gave me the email and, you know, he said, follow up with me. And that's what I've been doing. So right, right on what, well, you know, see, that's, that's the thing, you know, those are those moments, you know, um, I never heard this word before, but I, I was in, uh, DC at the GI Film Festival, and there was this experience that happened that was kind of like, how did these people all show up here? It was like, you know, one of those kind of like, this is impossible. And the person <laughs> said, well, it's a God's wink. And I said, what's that? And he said, well, you know, God just put it together for us. Yeah. I was like, I like that saying, God's wink. So I like that. Yeah. I never heard that saying before. And, you know, now I, I use it all the time, and I realize there are so many God winks in my life that I'm mm -hmm. kind of blown away by. And I think what you just had is just an example, both of those, meeting Sammy and also uh, uh, Mel, 
those are that those moments that you didn't create necessarily. You didn't go out there and try yeah. and you know, find it happened. It just kind of put you in the right place at the right time with where your purpose and mission is. And it's pretty amazing when that happens, man. I, you know, Do, it's great. doing doing the work, trusting, trusting that, hey, if you even have an audience, you only well going at life as I have an audience of one. It's me and God. And mm -hmm. yes, there's other people in my life. I'm not saying that I have loved ones. I'm just saying that if there's only one or two people watching, you still do the work because this is what you're called to do. And mm -hmm. then if, if the Lord wants to bless you through that, then that will happen. And I, I we're starting to see, like, I, I mean, sit, I sat down, wrote the script, Todd and I did, you know, he helped me with the story and, and we, you know, we hammered out the script uh, and, um, and just one foot in front of the other and trusting that this is what we're called to do. And the story is going to this, we have an opportunity and you know, this as a, as a, as a line producer and working on films, we Todd and I have an opportunity to give 300 people a job, oh, right? Yeah. 300 creatives, a job and to tell an amazing story that could, that would send a test of time because these stories, I mean, what, what, whatever your favorite movie is, you can go and watch it. Right. And you right. can, you can continue to to glean from whatever it is that you were inspired you right i will touch on something we are thankful that you gave us this yes. uh this copy are we, you you're very welcome we love you john because we thank you that you stand for for truth and also for our flag which mm -hmm. i think is 100% important and 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 the value of that is is beyond and also just your your um the the example you have, the stories you shared with us about how, hey, uh, you know, we're gonna get that lot. Well, how, what, what do you mean? You, you, you know, how oh, you yeah, shared with us, you know, and got it for the weekend. And we're just thankful that that there are people like you that, like, hey, look, I I'm gonna do this, and and you're either coming with me or not, and I'm gonna find the right people that are gonna come around, and and we're gonna uplift each other. And so we're just, again, we're thankful uh, for for giving this to us because this. Filmmakers that have something from another filmmaker uh, that's tangible that you can watch is a blessing. So thank you for create for continuing to create and tell stories. Hey, well, thank you for those kind words. I really appreciate it. And uh, you know, once again, when you do something like if you touch one person, it, you know it, it's well worth it. You don't know who you're going to touch or how many right. people, but if you can touch one person and help them and have a inspire them, make a better life, then you succeeded in life. You know. And, and you don't know how that's going to work. So thank you so much for those kind words. I, I, you know, when I did the project, I did it, you know, as uh, the flag, as a, a favor. And I ended up, I wasn't, I had never directed before, but there was no director. So he said, what do you do? I said, well, I guess I'm directing it too. And, you know, you just go and, you know, it was my veteran buddy. And I was like, okay, well, I'll do it. I'll, how much are you going to pay? Nothing. It's for free. I don't care. You, you just do stuff that yes. try and make a change and make a difference. And, and you come from there and life is good you know, life is good, you Absolutely. know, I mean, you're not thinking about yourself, but mm. you're thinking about others. Life gets better. You know what I mean? It, it just yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Just, yeah. So, yeah. A whole lot of people come together. You can get stuff yeah. done. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. and the, the thing, John is uh, I'll, I'll piggyback off what Nathan said. Uh, the three things I think you, you have, uh, and I think is very rare today. Uh, my dad showed me this in my life is integrity, resilience, and love for another. And when you love another, it means if they hate you, you still love them. And, and, mm. and you have that in your heart. And that's what I saw right away. And, and, uh, you know, that, that's obviously why I want to get to know you more.
Wow. Um, thank you. I, I mean, thank you. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Okay. So anything else? Otherwise, I'm going to wrap it up. And, um, you know, uh, it's been a pleasure hanging with you guys. It's been fun. Um, you know, I, th this has been a really cool, cool conversation. I really enjoyed it, man. Excellent. We did, too. A any other words? Otherwise, I'll wrap up the show. Got anything? anything? I don't What's got that? anything. All right. Thank you, John. God bless you. And we'll see you hopefully soon. Sounds good. God bless you both. And uh, remember, www.cudgelmovie.com. Go there and support it. Yes, please. Thank you. God bless. God bless. All right. So I hope everybody enjoyed the show um, and their message today. These two brothers, Todd and, and uh, Nathaniel, and what they're trying to do with Cudgel the Movie and their life of service in the military and in civilian life and what they're bringing in, out in the world of love and, and basically positivity and uh, that's something I hope we all can take away from this. Two amazing young men who've done so much and are going to do uh, so much more. So support them in any way you can. And um, until uh, next Sunday, join me next Sunday at 2 p.m. and meet some other uh, great friends that I've been blessed with in life. And I encourage you to live courageously and make your life a masterpiece. And God bless you until next Sunday at 2 p.m.